You're listening to Let's Stay Connected, episode three of season two of Musings of an Introverted Black Boy. Thank you so much for tuning in. Musings of an Introverted Black Boy is a weekly short form podcast series dedicated to exploring themes of love, identity, politics, race, social justice, and the 21st century coming of age experience. New episodes will be released every Sunday, and each one will more or less focus on one of these topics. Now, I should be honest with you, there are no other co-hosts. There are no special guests lined up for the weeks to come. This is a very intimate podcast. It's just me and you. But through each week's episode, it is my hope that we together can begin to uncover and embrace the common truths that lie at the heart of our individual experiences. So, I hope you'll join in. Welcome back. It's so great to be sharing space with you once again, and I'm so honored that you have taken time out of your day to join me. Last episode, we talked about relationship deal breakers and how they come in all shapes and sizes. They aren't always the big ones we think about, cheating, abuse, and so on and so forth. They can be small, subtle, and easy to miss if we're not careful. So if you haven't checked this episode out, I highly encourage you to do so. And if you haven't subscribed to the series on iTunes or SoundCloud or Spotify, I encourage you to do that as well. For today's episode, I want to talk about something I've realized about New York City since I moved here two months ago. And that is that this city can be pretty lonely. I know that can be hard to believe, especially in a crowded city filled with more people than almost any other city in the world. People are everywhere, on the street, in the subway station, on the subway, at the store, at your job, everywhere. But despite being so crowded, there is a spirit, an aura of coldness that governs this city. People tend not to smile at each other or in general. Greetings are few and far between. And there's just this general sense that no one wants to be bothered or spoken to or interacted with. It's kind of weird. I think this reality is most striking to me in subway cars with street or subway performers. On multiple occasions, I've been in subway cars in which a talented performer is singing or playing an instrument or some combination of both, and almost no one in the car pays attention to them or even acknowledges them. There's no eye contact, no smiling, no recognition that another human being is creating what is oftentimes beautiful art right in front of them. I think the same goes for homeless individuals in the city. Because there are so many of them, it's easy to ignore them and not take time to make eye contact or smile or acknowledge their presence or existence in any way. Now, I'm not saying I expect everyone to give them money. People would go broke in this city if they gave to every homeless individual they saw in any given day, which is a sad reality in and of itself, that there are that many people in need in this city, which is also known as the financial capital of the world. But I am saying that the least we could do is take time to acknowledge their humanity when they walk by or ask us for money. But in this city, like so many others, that doesn't happen. All of these extenuating realities conspire together to make this city feel, in many ways, cold and distant. And this not to mention the fact that because there are so many people in this city, it is so easy to get lost in it, to drown in a sea of anonymity, both by default and by choice. Because you're surrounded by vast and different groups of people at any given moment, it's so easy to avoid detection and human interaction when you're out in public. And as an introvert, I know this all too well. 
I also recognize, though, that this phenomenon, this reality of living in a city that is simultaneously overcrowded and underconnected, is not unique to New York City. In many ways, New York City is a microcosm of life in the 21st century. Right now, there are more people on the planet than have ever existed on the planet before. And there are also more opportunities for us to connect with each other than there have ever been before. And yet, there are studies that have shown that many people, especially people of my generation, are struggling with feelings of loneliness. Despite being more connected, quote-unquote, than ever before, many of us are struggling with feelings of isolation. We feel disconnected and alone. Obviously, many people point to social media and texting as being responsible for this crisis of isolation. And I think these critiques of social media and texting's impact on our culture have legitimacy and are valid. But a common facet of these critiques that I want to push back against today is the idea that my generation, our generation, is somehow wired differently because of social media and texting and technology. That we are a different breed of human beings because of what social media has done to us. I don't think that's true. Having lived in New York City for two months and experienced how isolating the city can be, I've come to the conclusion that social media and texting and Technology hasn't fundamentally changed us as humans. It simply provided us with an escape from this one simple reality. And that reality is that interacting with humans is not always easy. It can be frustrating and awkward and inconvenient and nerve-wracking and anxiety-producing and uncomfortable and time-consuming, so many things. It always has been and always will be. Interacting with humans was hard back in 1865 and it's hard now. And what social media and texting has done, what living in a city that's big where it's easy to go unnoticed does, is provide us with an out, an escape. It gives us the opportunity to selectively connect to and interact with other people when we feel like it and when it's convenient for us. And in doing that, it has in many cases allowed us to avoid the more challenging aspects of human interaction. We don't have to have that difficult conversation in person or over the phone. We can text it. We don't have to have that awkward conversation with our crush where we ask them for their phone number. We don't have to go through the difficulty of scheduling a group meetup or a three-way conversation when we don't want to. We have the group chat. We can avoid in many cases, or at least mitigate in many cases, all the inconvenient, messy aspects of human interactions. But in avoiding these unsavory facets of human connections, we are also curtailing and stifling the beauty and fulfillment that comes out of the awkwardness, the frustration, the inconvenience, and the difficulty of it all. And as a result, we're not as connected as we would and could and should be at this moment in our history. As an introvert living alone in New York City, I know that I can be the first one to avoid human interactions. They can be difficult for me. I get nervous ordering food at restaurants, talking to customer service representatives on the phone sometimes brings me anxiety. And I can be really self-conscious during in-person conversations depending on who I'm talking to. It's not easy for me all the time. But what I'm trying to do and what I want to encourage you all to do is lean into the discomfort and the inconvenience of it all. Whether it's smiling and saying hello to the homeless person asking for change or calling a friend rather than texting them, we should push ourselves to be more connected with those around us, to acknowledge, validate, and embrace their humanity in fuller, higher more robust ways than we, us- than we usually do. 
Because if we can do that, if we can all strive to be a little bit more connected today than we were yesterday to those we know and even those we don't, I think we may find ourselves feeling a little less isolated than we otherwise would. In the end, I haven't lost faith in my generation's ability to be a generation that's connected to each other in healthy and fulfilling ways. I have faith in us. We can do it. In fact, we can begin fighting against the crisis of isolation right now. It all starts with us smiling at those we don't know, making eye contact and acknowledging those we would otherwise ignore, and pushing ourselves to have those difficult and awkward conversations over the phone or in person. I can't say doing these things will always be easy or convenient, but I can say that it will be worth it. This is Musings of an Introverted Black Boy, hosted by Marcus Granderson. If you're interested in getting updates on the podcast or learning more about my upcoming book, Timestamp Musings of an Introverted Black Boy, feel free to like my official Facebook page or follow me on Instagram at Marcus Granderson. And please remember that whatever you do in life, do it with love, because love never fails. See you next time.